0: of the searchers we're here to make it easier for you to decide which movies you should spend your valuable time watching thank you chris for copying and pasting that so i uh, didn't forget you're welcome <laughs> yeah uh, and um, i'm looking at a very interesting picture right now in our outline uh what did i say last time an undead sweat that was a very uh interesting way to <laughs> it was a very
1: interesting segue
0: yeah my brain went kaput so it's it's fine but yeah so if if you're really good at synonyms or like going on the internet and looking stuff up or watching or stalking my uh, letterbox you know we're reviewing this week we are reviewing dead heat from 1988 which is our final entry for uh horror adjacent as chris and i like to put it uh for 2023 so chris where the hell do we see this thing
1: yeah, uh you can see Dead Heat on Tubi, Baby and Plex all
0: in right. the US we're, at least. We got our sponsorship still um uh, <laughs> funny enough I forgot <laughs> I, for, I forgot all of our names so it's fine. Uh obviously th- this is Ben, Kevin's here and Chris is with <laughs> me, sir. Yes. Yes, sir. We're all here. Yeah, we're all we're looking all very here. dapper. I'm drinking a coffee. I'm going to switch to some Irish whiskey, and Chris is doing some interesting stuff with his uh, good (laughs) coffee. I'm
1: drinking just uh, seventy-five percent Bailey's and twenty-five percent milk. It's a very nice, uh, very nice drink. Mm
0: -hmm. So, yeah, what do you call that? I don't know. I don't know, but it's
1: two. There's two large ice cubes
0: in it, so it's keeping it cold. It's not a White Russian, but it's no, because yeah, dude, the dude (laughs) does not abide back on track. We uh, you can watch it on those two places. We we kept our Tubi sponsorship. I know everybody out there that follows along knows that Chris loves Tubi and honestly I do too, so it's okay. So We we
1: have yeah, and we have a sponsorship, so no
0: surprise there. Find your rabbit hole. We had a we we covered a movie about vampires. We covered a movie about a werewolf kind of and now we're going on to what? This should be zombies. Zombies. I got a question for you guys. All I'm right.
2: going to
1: throw I'm going to throw sure. a little Spontaneous questions at you. It so I was thinking about this zombies is Frankenstein a zombie?
0: Yes, kind of. I, think, uh, I never thought of him. Is he way. technically the first but... zombie? I don't know about that. I don't want to make any good outrageous question, claims and get 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 us a mailbag. <laughs> you, <laughs> you don't know what the fuck you're talking about, man. <laughs> Actually, <clears throat> we get that a lot. Oh, no, I, I was, <laughs> I was thinking that about I, would it. It. Yeah. I would love it. That's the, I was that's just the
1: thinking game. about it, and I, I guess you can make the argument, right? Because, uh, as you said, we covered vampires, werewolves, now it's zombies. There's no famous zombie,
0: I think it is a zombie because, like, I'm oh, sorry, I'm thinking Frankenstein is a zombie because it's like <laughs> he's, they're taking dead people and Human taking parts. their body yeah and they're putting them together right and they're and like well either should i get into the, like uh... the plot already
2: it's
0: a little <laughs> <Sure>. early but <laughs> sure i mean the way they bring them back is kind of similar to frankenstein
1: you know playing with nature
0: playing with nature that's a frankenstein theme so when, whenever your hamster dies just take it outside and hold it up during a rainstorm and <laughs> it'll uh come back to life <laughs> it's alive
1: Oh, yes.
3: That is very interesting.
1: Okay, so in a way. it's a way to think about it. I thought about it in preparation for this episode.
0: And, I, you know. I did not prep. I didn't even watch the movie. I'm kidding. kidding. So happy to have you. Twice. I watched it twice. <laughs> oh, classic Ben, wow. watching kind, the movie ki- twice. Kind of. I, well, there was under 90 minutes, so it's cool. Ben can do that. Nice. It's his favorite. Yeah. Should
1: I just hear it? Just
3: get
0: it all tell you, out of the way. Just do just it. Just get it all
1: the way. All right. Yeah. So we choose we chose this I chose this movie because yes. it get it gets two birds stoned at once. All right. It's part three of our horror adjacent cinema exploration for October, as you had already mentioned, Ben. And yep. it is also a tribute to Mr. Treat Williams, who passed away in June of this year, twenty twenty three, unfortunately.
0: Wow. I think I guess we probably talked about that, but I completely forgot. It. And now I feel a little bit bad, but in the spirit of the film, we can bring him back to fucking life. So it's fine. We're bringing the memory of treat Williams back to life today. Look at that. So very fitting. Uh, and tri- uh, trick or treat anybody. <clears throat> boom. <laughs> That's not where the puns stop.
1: <laughs> so treat Williams plays our lead character, Roger Mortis. I'm gonna say that really slow again for everybody. This film is about zombies and dead people. You should say <laughs> it really,
0: really quickly. Roger Mortis. Yeah. Or Roger say, mortis? It like, say it like he got like a some sort of I don't even know what kind of accent that is, but yeah. Rigor Mortis, whatever. There you go. Rigor you Mortis. If you if you didn't get it before, <laughs> well, what about Joe Piscopo's character? He plays Doug Below. Doug Bigelow. Yeah, Doug Doug Bigelow.
2: Bigelow.
0: Doug Bigelow. Doug Bigelow. Doug Bigelow. So Roger Mortis and Doug Bigelow are cops that are
1: chasing crooks that are dead serious about crime. Or should I say they are chasing dead crooks perpetrating serious crimes? Seems some nutcase has learned how to bring back the dead and is sending them on crime sprees. Now these indestructible goons are in the way of officers Mortis and Bigelow to even things up when Mortis is killed in the line of duty, of course. He gets a jump start from the resurrection machine and takes the fight to the zombie bad guys, and that plot was taken from Mr. Tim crushman who did this entry on IMDb. I wanted to be a little creative and uh, do a little different how synopsis than it? we
0: normally do. How <laughs> old is it? Did we get what? Did we go to the archives for this on IMDb? <laughs> for the IMDb one, this was actually it rotates
1: synopsises on IMDb depending on um, how frequently you refresh the page, and this really? one was just the top one. Uh, that was there. I don't know if folks vote on it like they do with trivia, because on the trivia on IMDb, the most uh interested or liked trivia is usually at the top of the page. The very top, right. Um I think synopsises work a little differently. I don't know if they're actually liked or voted on in IMDb, but this one was on the top of the page right. and I liked it. So I wanted to well, give this right. gentleman should
0: be at the top.
1: <clears throat> yeah, I wanted to give this gentleman a little credit and I thought it was a good synopsis.
0: If you're listening, Tim mailbag.
2: <laughs>
0: yes yeah all right um, that was that was a good synopsis I like the uh just going in in order of the uh the plot I love at the beginning when that when the robbers the the robbers rob the bank and the 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 lieutenant is uh there's a cameo from Robert Picardo uh who's I guess the doctor from uh Star Trek uh, mm-hmm. Voyager
2: yeah mm-hmm
0: so I'll I, I just pick that out. I was like, and he was basically the same character, like kind of an asshole, but not really. Smartest! the
1: craziest, stupid, most dumb, fucked stunt I ever saw. No, please don't thank me, Lieutenant. I get my thanks from helping others. You better believe the captain's going to hear about this.
0: Any other uh, interesting cast members that we should talk about before we get into this thing? I think there is, but... Mm-hmm. There
1: definitely is. Vincent Price, Vincent would be that. the big obvious ones. one, the big, the, the big one. That true. would be the
3: one. Vince. Vincent Price, yes,
1: very good. That's probably the best impression we have. I Think so? Uh, but I can't. I, I don't it. think I could do a Vincent Price.
3: <laughs> oh for yeah, me, and then
0: there's sorry. Yeah, it for me, me,
3: no, for no. I was just gonna say, like, for yeah, Vincent Price is definitely like the biggest and obvious one. But for me, and I think for many others uh, out there, if you're a big, um, you know festive christmas movie kind of person i mean you would know darren mcgavin mcgavin uh who is also known as ralphie parker's old man from a christmas story i was and, gonna say uh, good, good 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 yeah yeah mm-hmm. yeah i i i i love darren i love darren so it was really fun to see him in this one
0: does anyone know off the top of their head without looking up anything on the internet Lindsay frost is she in anything else i i the main girl or I guess it's, I, I could yeah, the have sworn car. I've seen her before. She looked but, familiar. I didn't yeah.
1: do any due diligence.
0: I don't recognize anybody except for Treat Williams and Vincent Price and Robert Picardo and Darren McGavin. But okay, yeah. so I, I recognize <laughs> half the cast. But yeah, <laughs> and the, Lindsay the...
3: Frost, I could have sworn I've seen before. Um, but I have—I looked her up, and i i the stuff that she's done, I've not seen. I I just know that she was in Fraser. I think she might have had a small. Oh, was she? But yeah, but other than that, nothing. I don't know.
0: All right. Yeah, and then the other, the other girl, the main girl. uh, I don't even think she had like she didn't even have a Wikipedia page, so she's just like a Claire or something. Doctor Smithers, Smithers. Yeah. Claire (laughs) Kirkconnell. Yeah. Yeah. Never. Mm -hmm. Oh no. Irish lass. Mm -hmm. Oh, but yeah, the director Mark Goldblatt. He's like. Edited a bunch of James Cameron shit, yeah. <laughs> True Lies, Terminators, and probably a yeah. Bunch he's of an editor, things.
1: editor first and foremost.
3: So a, that was that's interesting.
0: He so only he film, only yeah. uh, directed this movie and another, which I don't know off the top of my head. I just remember looking it up. The
3: Punisher. Mm-hmm. He did The Punisher with Dolph Lundgren. <laughs> oh, <laughs> right before. Uh, <laughs> that's right. Yeah, correct. <clears throat> that's the only movie that I've uh, that I knew him from. I've seen part of that film, but. Mark Goldblatt, yeah, he's only he only has two uh, directorial efforts under his belt, strictly a film editor.
0: In summary, we all of us knew jack shit coming into this. Agreed. Jack o' Lantern yeah. shit coming into this. Very, Very good. Fitting. Not a great, not a great <laughs> pun, but it's fine. That's okay. It's a, it's relevant. I'm fucking dead. Okay. <laughs>
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> uh. I love so it. where do you want to go from here, Chris, since it was your pick? I'll let you tell me what you, you guys do.
1: Just let's talk about what we like and what we don't like.
0: Yeah. Sure. So it's basically, like we said, zombies, but it's buddy cop zombies. Horror comedy, buddy cop. Yeah.
1: And yeah. from the first scene, because you already started to bring up the first scene, it's it's it brings you right into all of that you got the eighties theme. You got it like a typical, you, you think you're heading in for like a normal, um, eighties film with that. Crime like thriller.
0: with like the, uh, like the intro music. And there's a bunch of like shots of, I guess, Los Angeles, like yeah. from the sky. I'm like, oh yes. very, it was very TV ish <laughs> to me. TV intro sort of
1: like, yeah. Crime thriller, law and order esque, or yeah. even lethal weapon esque. And,
0: then it's like you, here's some people putting some really weird leather masks on. What are they gonna do? <laughs> was, now that was a weird costume. <laughs> it very it, gimp, gimpy looking.
1: <laughs> yeah, I was like, I was yeah. like, this
0: is like some Quentin Tarantino. This, even yeah, it was before from Pulp Fiction, like the the leather like mask and stuff. I was like, mm. eh, now, I don't know if you him.
1: both felt this way, <laughs> but as that first scene was unfolding the two crooks what you feel
0: what you feel <laughs>
1: the two crooks that are perpetrating all the crimes they clearly come across as like super corny and and really dumb yeah they like and hitting, they're and, and you're the... like this 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 tone doesn't fit like what like it doesn't feel like it's good
0: right they're, well they're, then, hitting, they're like arguing while they're robbing a like a jewelry store like come on you idiot like get the stuff man like yeah. total meatheads which actually is very fitting once you figure out what's what's going on but
1: yes so as the plot unfolds you realize that looking back on the intro scene the stupidity and the corniness if you will of that of those two characters actually makes more sense in hindsight
2: mm-hmm.
0: um so I just Which is kind of reminiscent of what was the movie we covered by Albert Pune? I'm forgetting the, the name. Down Twisted. Down Twisted. It's kind of like that. That's what I hate.
1: Excellent callback. What's going yes, on? because Ooh. as as the plot unfolds there, we learned more about uh Charles Rocket's character and the motives of the
0: best friend. Yeah, the, the cheesy acting wasn't actually cheesy acting. It was
1: Yes. You were yeah. subverted. Subverted. <laughs> or the rug was pulled out from underneath.
0: Same thing. Yeah. Good stuff. But yeah, so there's a there's a jewelry uh, uh, robbery, jewelry store robbery, and Treat Williams and Joe Piscopo talking about babes in their nice 1960 red Chevy Impala, are driving down the road, and they're like, "Shit, man, we gotta like call." I don't want to do this, and they're talking about like babes and stuff. It's 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 pretty. <laughs> Joe Piscopo is going full meathead routine right there. <clears throat>
1: Full was,
0: 80s macho. Oh, the mullet, the fucking I love, mullet was fantastic. I love Joe Piscopo. <laughs> My uh, father in law had a mullet like that once in, the, in like, the early 90s. I'm like, oh, so you saw this wow. movie? <laughs> 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 oh, the photos were glorious. Yeah, Joe Piscopo looks like he could be
1: he could rip out of his shirt because he's got like the big arms. He just mm-hmm. exactly what you said.
0: I, I, know, I recognize the name, but like. Did he was he in anything else? Joe big? Piscopo. He was in, he was on Us All right, so he was a comedian. Com- he's yeah. comedian. Yeah,
3: yeah, he's a comedian. I him knew him that, her, but like were good friends. Okay. The funny thing was that around that around that time of the eighties, he was apparently very into bodybuilding. So oh, I yeah. guess, you know, had he not oh. been, he w- he probably would not have gotten this rule had it not uh, been for...
0: Oh, he was fr- <laughs> he was freaking taking roids for sure.
3: Yeah, he was. Oh, look uh-huh. at how... De- there's a scene there where he's leaning on the table. T- he's like just, talking like, to Tree he's Williams. just like,
0: look, look at my triceps, oh. bro. <laughs> that, yeah, that tricep is
3: not normal at all. <laughs> I'm like, that shit is bigger than, like,
0: my I know, skull. I'm, like,
3: I'm trying to work on triceps. I can't do that. <laughs> Jeez. But yeah, anyway, that... yeah. Joe Piscopo, SNL. Uh I think that he was probably part of that that whole crowd when SNL was not really at its at its peak after Eddie Murphy
0: and you know Paul uh, Murray, uh, Dan Aykroyd. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Oh, I got a Dan Aykroyd reference for you later. I have written down in my mm. notes. What a coincidence. My my notes are very uh on a post-it. <laughs> I got like <laughs> I got like ten of those. Uh but yeah. So they're coming in to, to stop this robbery treat williams is like he's kind of like the straight edge cop who's like dressed in a nice suit hair combed over pretty good i mean 80s but still like combed over and piscopo's he's like, like great hair. he's the cool guy and the cool uh, come... the cool dude who's a bully yeah yeah, yeah. And they they come in and they just like totally there's like 30 cops trying to kill these guys they come out they're like <laughs> acting like idiots which it makes sense once you know what the movie's about well yeah it makes sense they're zombies basically that's that's a spoiler but whatever and they shoot him like a thousand times and then he runs i think he takes the he takes picardo uh his car and just rams him finally killing him and i think there's a grenade somehow yes the guy yeah. <laughs> the guy pulls a looney tunes like tries to throw a grenade but it just falls in front of him and he blows up joe pistol shoots yeah.
3: his hand and then it yeah
0: there you go there you go yeah he'd already so, pulled the pin and the, and the grenade yeah. went off yeah so nice little action set piece digged it i like the car a lot that's in my notes uh and that really was a big do- part of that scene so appropriate yeah that car they use a lot of the movie so it yeah it's what a pretty I, car did they ever say anything about it i think it's, they just have it but there's one Not really scene they just yeah. yeah. there's one scene later on where it's like the only thing you like you know it when you see it. It's the only thing in this in the on the screen that's like that color and everything else is like kind of bleak, which I was like, oh that's pretty good. A little uh, contrast mm-hmm. right there. But mm-hmm. it stuck it stuck the car out. But whatever. We keep going and the, they get reamed out by their, I don't think, I guess, captain. And that, I mean, do you want me to pull that scene up? I could probably get it pretty quickly, but that scene when they're getting reamed out by the captain is hilarious. yeah It's hilarious. Yeah, you Should can I? try to pull that <laughs> up. All right, let me yeah. get that up. It'll take a second. Yeah, up. so the police
1: the police captain is, I believe, played by Mel Stewart, uh, and his name's Captain Mayberry. <clears throat> yeah, and, and he just reams them hard.
2: Unauthorized use of a city vehicle. Reckless endangerment of property and lives.
1: Use
3: of a non-regulation firearm. That was me, not Bigelow, sir. Disrespectful conduct.
2: Flippant and tasteless verbal remarks. Uh, That was me. And 18 parking tickets so far this month. Need I point out that you guys are already on probation twice and that this morning's cowboy adventure puts both of you on the endangered species list and that your badges go into the shitter
3: if you screw up just one more time. Captain, this man deserves a medal, and I think I deserve one for saving his life. Look,
2: I couldn't help noticing that in spite of Herzog's whining, you guys did the job. He didn't. So I'm prepared to cut you a little slack. Thank you, sir. But it would be nice if you could earn it by nailing the rest of these cash and dash fuckers to the wall with a 12-inch railroad spike.
3: Well, we're working on that, sir.
2: Work harder!
0: The, The late and great... Mr. Mel Stewart, who I don't know if anyone knows who that actor is. I don't, not off the top of my head. He was, I just got, I pulled his page up because I don't know him at all. Great, great captain role. Like he's looked like, you know, bald hair, older black guy. Just look pissed the whole time. Great, great character choice. I don't. Is he in the movie at at all after this? I don't think so. I don't think he was. I don't think so. I think this is it. It's his only scene. He he just, they just pulled him in from, uh, he was, Right after the show ended, Scarecrow and Mrs. King. Never heard of that TV show in the 80s, but he was on 88 episodes of that show. Never heard of it, but it was wow. right after that. So he probably got this Ooh. role like somehow from that. Um, great stuff from that guy. I, I really enjoyed that scene. That had me laughing on my first watch.
1: Yeah, that's a good pick. Um, sort of akin to the shout out we gave that no name actor in uh, Arufu Guy, where he lacks, acts his heart out in the first five minutes there and yeah. he's just screaming it's a good it's a good shout out so yeah i agree with you do we want to just
0: keep going in logical order of the movie yeah I'm sure we can keep going. sure yeah after they basically find out that hey these guys are robbing this all these jewelry stores what's the deal they go down to the morgue and they're talking to then he knows the doctor of course treat williams is date or is, I guess, dated the doctor. Yeah. The Formally, cor- yeah. The
3: core. Obviously a past history there.
0: Yeah. And she basically, there's a bunch of stuff that happens, but they basically realize, hey, these guys are like, they were already here. They were already dead. And they had these chemicals in their body and this company bought these chemicals. Go check it out, basically, is what happens, right? Is that good enough to get by all that? Yeah. That's,
1: that's perfect. And so they go and they check out the company that bought yeah, yeah.
0: And the then, drug. Yeah, Mr. Uh, what was his name again? Darren McGavin. When he shows yeah. up, I was like, that's Big the man. fucking, I'm like, that's the bad <laughs> guy right there, man. He just looks sinister. The entrance. <laughs> the
1: um, He was playing the oblivious body doc.
0: He's like, oh, oh, oh what happened to these guys? It's <laughs> like, you know. No, can't be. No, can't be. Oh. You're crazy. No, no, absolutely not. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they go to this uh, company. Which right, right when they are walking into the company, that's that scene I was talking about with the car, where I'm like, "Dan, that Chevy Impala, I want that thing." Yes. The first thing that that makes this that makes this movie go into like Weirdville is like they're doing this investigation, and Joe Piscopo pulls like the oh, I gotta go to the bathroom, and like is sneaking around, <laughs> yeah. and then he finds, and then he finds this like it's literally a Frankenstein monster, but they never talk about it again, like that that happened. <laughs> Like what no. the fuck was that thing? <laughs> no, they they just it, it beats the shit out of them. Yeah, but like, what is what is that thing? No, it's not explained. I w- I wish we could show a video or a picture of this guy. It's, it's like a
3: resurrected. A b- it's a biker. It's it's a. It, it was three, like a biker. It's a, with, it's a biker with three faces. Three faces, and
1: it, it, the faces sure. are like kind of connected. Like they're not fully yeah. detached from yes. each other. Yes,
0: yeah. and. And Kaleidoscope he, face or something. Beast the shit. Yes. Yeah, Joe, Joe Piscopo gets like the shit kicked out of him, but eventually gets a he gets a fire extinguisher and just keeps beating on his skull until he kills the thing. So,
1: so that fight at at one that point in the fight, it starts to actually get funny. I thought.
2: Yeah. So, yeah. but even then, if the
1: fight is, isn't great, the part where he starts when he takes the fire extinguisher and he starts beating him on the head,
2: yeah, I thought that was yeah.
1: I thought that was pretty funny.
0: Yeah, but and the whole laughing. reason. And the whole reason this fight's going on and while it, while it's happening, there's like a a chamber to like depressurize the, the room and asphyxiate exfis- people, I guess, yeah. choke mm. them, kill them. And of course, Treat Williams gets put in the room and someone turns it, the, the switch on, which we don't know who it is. They have black gloves on, too. I'm like, that's kind of odd. Let's have some gloves <laughs> on. It's like you don't know if it's a woman, a man, or a black person, a white person. It's like, OK whatever black leather uh, gloves black leather gloves i'm like what is this a giallo like what are we doing here yeah. <laughs> and and he dies and that's the whole reason this thing's called dead heat like buddy cops and one of them dies and what do they do next what do they have to do next they have to figure it out right that's right they, and they, then
1: they discover right in the, like the next room
0: when where the, so- where the, where the biker. <laughs> Thing was, was that emerged
1: from yeah. they realized oh there's this machine that brings people back to life
0: yeah they so figured they, it out <laughs> like they're super smart they figured out in five minutes so like this, <laughs> yeah. these buttons do this and this stuff <laughs> like oh it was super- it was the
1: corner the yeah. corner lady she came she comes in to do to do the body which is roger morris she comes to look at his body and while they're in the room they they just they start just figuring it out. They're like, oh, this machine works miraculously. You know, they they know how to work it. They press all the buttons. And they get the resurrection machine up and running, and they use it on Roger, thus bringing him back to life.
0: Yeah, here's where they figure it out.
2: They must use the sulphathiazole as some sort of preservative until they get them on here. Becky, can we just get the hell out of here,
0: please? This is how they do it, Doug. <laughs> this is how they
2: do
0: like it. That. <laughs> <laughs> it was like, what, 45 seconds? This is yeah. how they do it, Doug. <laughs> I figured it out. Hi, George. Uh, that's what I wanted to get to that just because it's just Corner so funny. Instincts. Yeah, and then it's like position body on table. It's great. It tells you. Yeah, it tells. Yeah. yeah.
1: So then they do it. He comes back alive and they're like, what? This is crazy.
0: Yeah. And now they have to, you know, they bring him back. They figure out he's dead. And then that's where Darren McGavin comes in. He's like, oh, my gosh, this man has no heartbeat. Like, like he didn't know already. Right. (laughs) And he was trying to play it off like.
1: Yeah, You guys are just crazy. He's faking
0: it. He's faking it. Yeah,
1: he's faking it.
0: <laughs> he's faking it. Sure, so, sure. So I'll we don't have it. to go through the entire plot, but they basically investigate for the next, you know, a third of the movie. That's like the first act, and they start investigating. And I just... Uh, are we going to just start going into, like, super spoiler territory? Is that fine? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, they I mean... Know there's basically just two scenes I think two more scenes I would like
1: to highlight, which would be, um, so I think the movie, I think the movie maybe, maybe doesn't hit all the right spots throughout throughout its runtime, but I do think there are three, two to three excellent scenes in this movie that, that achieve that horror comedy vibe that it's going for. And those two of those scenes off the top of my head, Um, The first one is when their investigation brings them to the Chinese restaurant Uh, and there's a little bit of some crazy voodoo magic going on. Um, And they, they start to investigate and you do (laughs) do what remind me of the man. And they start questioning the owner of the Chinese restaurant. He's being mysterious. There's a butcher at the front desk chopping off a chicken head Mm -hmm. and he's not giving them any answers. Some magic happens. Yeah, yeah, go ahead. Yeah,
0: play it. There's not going to be many words, but. Bunch of dead chickens and ducks. Great, I am
2: starving.
3: Good afternoon. Police Detectives Mortis and Bigelow. You'd like to speak to Mr. Thule, please. Good afternoon. Police Detectives Mortis and Bigelow. We'd like to speak with Mr. Thule, please.
2: Yeah!
3: <laughs> Listen, Mongo, we're cops. And if Thule's not out here in 10 seconds, we're going to kick some honorable ass.
1: Ah, oh, Miss James,
3: always a pleasure.
2: That there was something terrible has happened
3: yes i know
1: are these your friends the police detectives got it right the first time pups we're looking for the man who takes deliveries from dante pharmaceuticals you have found him how may i help you what did dante send you nothing of any importance maybe more important than you think
2: your friend takes one more step he'll find himself dead
1: life and death are both
3: expressions of the same eternal spirit? You ought to write fortune cookies, pal.
2: Let me illustrate. All right, oh, yeah. you can't really—you mm-hmm. can't really see can't what's really...
0: happening now, but there's a bunch of like animatronic dead meat things coming to life. It's it's good. It's pretty solid, uh, special effects. I thought. I, I agree. That's, I thought
1: it was all pretty excellently done. Um, uh, it's, it's a little gross. It's a little, um, corny or hor- corny, a little horrifying. It's campy sort of. Yeah. Um, and this all happens because the Chinese guy hit a uh, button underneath the table, which struck or started lightning, some sort of magical lightning coming out of the chandelier at the top of the room and then yeah. brought everything to life. Um,
2: yeah.
1: But then there's, but then Piscopo and uh, Treat Williams have a few great lines in this part. Uh, One of them, (laughs) one of them being the the cow carcass comes out from the freezer and they're they're both like, what the heck? Like, how are we going to kill this thing? And Piscopo had a great, had a great comment. I think, I think it was him. How
3: do you fight this thing? Maybe we could drown it in A1 sauce. (laughs)
2: yeah
0: oh no oh yes <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah
0: <laughs> yeah you can't see it but it, yeah there's some good like one line or <laughs> little jokes like that and, yeah, this, and this,
1: this scene just keeps escalating so uh, the carcass right there the cow carcass literally mounts uh treat williams and then there's a duck in a soup pot just quacking yeah yeah <laughs> <laughs>
3: <laughs> Probably laughing at uh, Piscopo, uh, Piscopo's comment there about the A and One sauce, uh, like <laughs> yeah, the timing. The joke. I gotta Get say, absur- <laughs> the absurdity of this scene, though, just the way the whole place becomes a sort of a little house of horrors. It kind of reminds me of the way uh, Raimi directed his laughing room scene in Evil Dead Two. If you guys have seen it, I mean, with Ash oh. and all, every- everything around him starting to laugh alongside him. Yeah, never, that never was... done that. Oh well, yeah. Not, yeah, yeah that, I,
0: that's like one of the movies. I'm like, I should watch it because Bruce Campbell did it, but I'm not a horror guy, man. I think you're gonna like those, <laughs> so you it's not probably, it's you not... probably like
1: them for Bruce Campbell for sure.
0: <clears throat> yeah, I wouldn't
3: say it's strictly like a horror. Like you're gonna be laughing more than you are gonna be. You know,
0: I watched Army of Darkness knowing nothing from the other films, so like. Hmm. Speaking of oh. that, is it Evil Dead 1 or Evil Dead 2 that you're supposed to watch and not like Evil Dead 2 is just a remake of 1, right? So you just Basically. Like basically, you can skip 1, but it, it's nice to see
3: 1 and see kind of the improvement from uh from that first film cuz Evil Dead 2 is considered I think the prime uh Evil Dead
0: at least for yeah. me, but you know. What was the other scene, Chris? Let's uh let's get to that one.
1: Um, again, I don't know if there's a lot of dialogue in that one, but I think the second scene that was well done was when it's later on in the investigation. Uh, Doug has gone off to do some something else, I think. Um, but Roger goes back to... Is her name Randy? Yeah, it goes back yeah. to Randy's house. Um, the woman who they met and interrogated from the pharmaceutical company. Um, and the plot point, I think, is, is um, a little rushed, because it happens like really fast and all of a sudden. Um, but I in think it's bathroom? effective in the bathroom. Yeah, and the she's, shower she's, scene.
0: She's just robing, and there's a great nude yeah. scene. It's awesome. <clears throat> yes. it's so, so good. <laughs> it's the sexiest thing you've ever seen in your life.
1: It starts to play into the that 80s. Like it's going back. You think it might be going back to that 80s, like typical buddy cop. Like, OK, now we're going to have a really hot Shower scene between the leading guy and the and the lead lady, and then <laughs> it's not at all what happens.
0: No, there's no nudity.
1: Um, and I thought it was a good uh, special effects job. Again,
0: it was for yeah for '88. I'd agree. Yeah, so
1: I don't know if you can find it.
2: I uh lied about the drugs. I was in the hospital because I was dying to. dead what do you mean they brought me back roger just like you only they said i'd have a normal lifespan as long as i helped them helped who? they lied to me who randy
3: how it's one part of her body just one part of her body first starts decaying and then drooping and so
0: this is one of the things that i have a complaint about is like the logic of why is she just decomposing like now within seconds right yeah fully fully also mm -hmm. she she yeah spoiler she decomposes in like everything and she's still talking when her skull is showing it's weird but
1: (laughs) uh forgive me
0: yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <Forgive> me, Roger! <laughs> that uh, was never happy.
3: explained at all. Uh, it, it's it's like how... Because Roger's only given, like, what, 12 hours to live from the time he was resurrected, right? Yeah. Or his body right. is given 12 hours to live. So it's only well, hinted also... at twice in this film as to, like, okay, well, Rebecca's given the special treatment. She can live for god know ever's how long And Rebecca later on comes in and get, tells Roger, hey... I think I can make you live past twelve hours, just if you give me some time. But it's never really explained; it's only hinted at.
1: Yeah, yeah no, it's, yeah. Never, it's and, never. And there's
0: an, there's another like, how many times can you bring someone back? Is there a limit? Like if they keep dying, can mm. you keep bringing them back? I don't. I think I don't think there, that was ever brought up either. Because like
1: McNabb...
0: yeah. At the end, his name's McNab, right, Doctor? Yeah, Doctor McNab. Body Doc. He he Body kills doc. himself. Uh, we're skipping around a here, but really She's- funny scene. I think you guys, <laughs> yes, and they're like, uh, uh-uh, buddy, we're bringing you back to life so that we can kill you again. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but there's a lot of inconsistencies with like the re- resurrection stuff, and I just thought that was really kind of poorly done, unfortunately, from my point of view.
1: I agree with that. No, it, it the logic, yeah, it's sort of a lot of it's forced, um, like this scene here with the with randy's body deterioration um is clearly just in here to uh appease genre criteria like it's a cool idea for a scene but it doesn't really fit the whole overall um you know what you're talking about the logic um or the serious drama the weight
0: of the situation yeah it's just a bunch of st- scenes with zombies like put together and there's not too much of like Continuity between what's going on It's just like hey there's a bunch of old people That like are rich and want to take Over the world and like Live forever so they're just going to be well, zombies for,
1: for example the best part of the mystery Is actually when Treat Williams Roger Mortis figures out There's a Code that comes from the Just the digits on the telephone And That's, that's a simple It's a simple tool Or puzzle piece but honestly for the whole mystery that's that's like the best revelation of the whole thing i unless of you guys disagree with me and then um the rest of it just sort of plays out like oh here's the resurrection machine oh here's the mm-hmm. pharmaceutical company oh here's the here's you know. a bunch of here's a bunch yeah. of stuff but we're not going to connect
0: any of it together really we're not going right. to explain anything of it and, we're just going to show it to you and hey, and the one thing the that's kind of good is uh, Randy, the girl who just died in the scene that you couldn't see, but was the one talking, like Vincent Price's character Arthur P. Loudermilk, which is a very interesting name. Whoever came <laughs> up with that, Loudermilk, he like he like I guess saw her and chose her to like resurrect from. You know, she was dying, so he he was like, "All right, I like you know maybe maybe she's oh this girl I'll, I'll resurrect her. She'll be my wife or something. I don't know. It it was." <laughs> That was an interesting choice, but so explain to me, Chris. I mean, I watched this movie the second time. I kind of skimmed through it, but the first time mm-hmm. I, I watched the whole thing. What was Vincent Price's was was his deal? Just like organizing the 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 underground group of old people that are rich trying to live forever. Was that his like deal? Yeah,
1: he was just trying to be the guy, like the arbiter and get, the get inv-
0: get investors. He was he was the marketing yes. salesman.
1: Yes, he was like, this is the idea, and I need all your money um you know to support this idea and that way we can all have our wealth past the normal lifespan
3: and that, that way i can keep all of you give all of you eternal life so, yes so he was in a way playing god but it's also i think the way i saw it was it's the elite i mean that's the elite in that room being given the chance to live forever right and, you know it's kind of interesting <laughs> it, well it, it,
2: interesting
1: Kevin what you're trying to hit on it calls that's that's the part of the movie that calls back Frankenstein right so yeah. it's the part where everyone you have these guys that are trying to play god um <clears throat> meddling with nature right um in the in ways in ways that are perverted
3: right exactly mm-hmm.
1: yeah. yeah and i think trying- i think that that part of it like that theme work that you can draw out of that from frankenstein um mm-hmm. i think is infinitely fascinating even if it is um tropy.
3: Yeah, it is. Right. If you will, I, yeah, I I totally agree. I mean, like that was one of the see, like if you want to look for like a certain theme within the film, that I thought that was probably one of the most interesting. It's like the idea of playing with eternal life when it's not your duty to, you know, it's like you're working around nature and you're trying to kind of just circumvent or not circumvent, but play around the idea of you know divine nature and. What are the consequences of that? Well, you'll see it here. <laughs>
1: yeah, and, then, and it yeah, it's un- it's just unfortunate that they don't they don't um I don't know they, I feel like they don't go into that enough. Yeah. It's it's just sort of brought out when in Vince's in Vincent Price's final big scene. Yeah, exactly. When he's it's talking
3: not really, to the
0: investors.
3: Yeah. Exactly, it's something that's just kind of shown to you. Like you wouldn't really think much of it otherwise. You
0: know yeah I mean his last right. big scene it just kind of felt like they got him for a cameo of like a draw to get people in seats
1: <laughs> well cameo but he's also Vincent price has that
0: he that. old man look in like the, mm-hmm. the voice and uh, the demeanor and he said you know all the experience he's through, like, a he's a
1: staple of that horror genre yeah
0: yeah but I don't feel like they utilized him correctly he should have been in the movie like from Maybe not, the very, maybe not the very beginning, but like act one, he should have been introduced. I feel like mm-hmm. probably introduced via that video that Randy shows. Uh, yes. Just oh, I was the first time. And,
3: yeah, the first time. <laughs>
0: if I was on this, the executive producers of this movie, I would have fired the screenwriter like from day one. I'm like, what the heck? like this script sucks. Like <laughs> <laughs> keep,
1: keep all your one
0: liners, but just
1: like get rid of everything else and make the plot
0: work better. Great special effects for the 80s good you know decent star power they got names like right the, the script is like all over the place the set design's pretty good why didn't you just make a better it doesn't make sense to me but
1: you know what it's I, I i don't disagree with you it's a problem look this could be something because you and i and kevin maybe haven't seen too many horror comedies um but i i i see it's a pattern with I, this combination
0: I, the fans just don't give a shit i guess they don't care They're, it's all aesthetic it's it's aesthetic yeah. and it's it's about fun. It's about fun and it's about vibes. It like, vibes, this would, right. This would have been so much better as like two options. One, watching it with like two or three people would have been a lot better than By Myself twice. And the other option is it would have been fun being a little buzzed or drunk during this movie. That's would have what been I was going to say. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, like that, like you go to the theater in 1988, you, you had some uh, nice like 50 cent beers and uh, go out. But yeah.
2: I think the
1: consistent thing the consistent thing is treat Williams as good. and I also think that the other consistent thing is uh, for as uh, tiresome as they might get. uh Piscopo's jokes are actually kind of funny. um yeah.
0: whether he hits all of them, i'm not right. i don't I don't think so, but Kevin, we have to. We're, I'm calling Chris out. Is it Joe Piscopo or? or it's Piscopo? Joe Piscopo. Piscopo, not Piscopo. <laughs> Piscopo. <laughs> pronunciation I'm pronunciation police. police this time on this episode. You got yes. me. You got
3: me. <laughs> <laughs> mm. uh, yeah, that's no, as that's far weird. as as far as I uh, from what I know because I've seen him in in interviews and so they always refer to him as Joe Piscopo, and I believe Piscopo. Yeah, Piscopo.
0: Okay. Gotcha. One no, thing I wanted to good. say. Though, we, we, we love pronunciations here.
3: Yeah, we love pronunciations here. But yes. uh, with Treat Williams and Joe, what did you guys think about the chemistry between the two? I mean, do you think that the chemistry was a big highlight of Dead Heat? No, I thought it was no. kind
0: of lame.
1: So yeah. no, no, <laughs> I agree. I um, agree. The basically the best part of their chemistry comes in that one moment when they do the callback to. Um, so we haven't mentioned this yet, but. Throughout the movie, Roger Mortis is slowly losing his uh, his body features, which I think was a really neat idea. But they stopped doing it at some point or it just sort of escalated after like the second act or something. Um, But like but like he got tape (laughs) around his wrist because there was an injury there. Then his face started
0: to get he got the lipstick.
1: (laughs) Then he put the lipstick on. I was like, okay, I like where this this is going. certain certain
0: a certain crowd would like that. (laughs)
1: <laughs> but anyway, so I, I liked that, but they didn't. I don't think they nailed. I don't think they nailed it right. And then the second thing is the only good part about their chemistry was when they did the callback to the joke where he put the lipstick on, and and he was like, "It brings out, it brings out your eyes, baby." And um, they did it at the end. Like out of all the jokes in the whole movie, you're in the final act where where shit is going down, and. He's trying to get Doug Bigelow out of a trans because he's ordered to kill Roger Mortis, even though he's already dead. And he goes, he goes, Doug, it's me. It's me, Doug. It's me. Don't you remember? The lipstick brings out my eyes.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
1: and that and that yeah. worked. I mean, so like. all right, Triggered so his like,
3: memory. I love it.
1: The the fact that they took that and made it work like. To, for the fact that made Doug snap out of his trance, like that in itself is kind of funny. But none of it, you're right. Like the rest of the chemistry, I feel like isn't there. And, they're and that's supposed why. To be like,
0: that's why I, I say feel. It. No, you, you go, you go, you go. Say it, say it.
1: I was gonna say they're supposed to be good cop and bad cop, I think, but it right. doesn't. It doesn't really. So, hey, man, community.
0: I like talking about chicks, and I'm an asshole. Like, yeah, like no, I want to, <laughs> yeah. I want to fucking be that guy. That's Chad shit right there. He's like got huge right. muscles and. The mullet, brings back. He's super, t- <laughs> definitely got that SNL money because he's super tan. Like he goes to tanning oh, bed yeah. for show. Sure. Sure. <laughs> but but I think that's why I was going to say I think that's why I'm like so discombobulated and don't have like my thoughts lined up for this movie because the the movie's all over the place. So it I'm is like all over the place. Yeah, I'm like I don't know what the hell I like. like <laughs> whatever. The I wanted to bring up a couple things just to to get some. Some uh, reactions out of Chris. This is technically my first Treat Williams movie where he's starring. So yeah, that's yeah. shocking. Yeah, I mean, uh, we're, we're, we've been talking about doing another one of his movies that we'll we'll keep on. The we wraps. have been. We're not talking. about how to say been. what it is, but uh, we'll we'll talk about that. Well, well, we'll cover that for sure at some point. But yes. so that's one thing. Another thing I have to bring up is I literally hate movies that have. No, I don't hate the movie. Pers- I hate when movies have off-screen deaths when they had no reason that they had to do it. Yeah. Like this movie is less than 90 minutes. Just add 3 more minutes in and show us uh the doctor lady gets killed somehow, which they never show that she just shows up in a body bag. Stupid. And yep. then and then Doug Bigelow you just show up and he's like they just like stuck him in a fishbowl yeah. or a, a fish tank <laughs> rather. Yes and i'm like come on man that's just like they cheaped out i feel like the production for this i didn't look re- uh, you know i didn't really didn't uh, look into it cuz i'm this is not going to be a movie i'm going to revisit anytime soon <laughs> so i was just like whatever but they had to they had to have issues on the set because this was movie is like had so much potential to be a, like a, an 80s classic and it's not i mean for first i think it's a cult film right chris i don't know
1: i mean i would I don't know if it's a cult film, but it would fulfill, I think it would fulfill a certain
0: crowd for sure. I think the aesthetic is actually like on point. And as you were saying about uh, Treat Williams makeup, they do transition very quickly to like he's just, his face is all messed up, his hair's falling out, like,
2: mm-hmm. and there's mm-hmm.
0: very, you know, a lot of discolorate, a different color face. But that 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 last look to me—that's the Dan Aykroyd uh, reference. It looked like Dan Aykroyd to me. Like <laughs> Dan Aykroyd's, like he had like a, a widow's peak. Like his hair is like yeah. his his skull got like much bigger, a large forehead. I was like, oh, that's a makeup right there.
1: I was gonna say that as far as the production goes, I don't know how much if they had trouble or not, but I immediately recognized the set of Dante Pharmaceuticals because I don't know if either of you guys have seen BioDome. I but know of
3: Biodome,
2: but haven't. Is
1: it is that, one of a, the worst movies ever made.
2: Oh, man. Don't hit me with them negative waves so early in the morning.
1: It stars Polly Shore and Steve Baldwin. Wait,
0: wait. Uh, are you saying it's the worst, or it's people say it's the worst?
1: Um, Both. <laughs> I've
0: Polly never seen It's a terrible it. movie. <laughs> it's I've never seen it, but now I have to, and I have to be more positive than the Chris. Yeah,
1: <laughs> I I honestly would be shocked if you'd be more positive than me and Bio. I don't
0: know, man. I like paulie shore hits a certain chord it's like yes he's obnoxious and like oh. it's, it's like oh i, lo- no. I, I love <laughs> i love adam sandler but like paulie shore is like he's like an adam sandler obnoxiousness but it's like the stoner version of sandler kind of okay. right okay okay, i guess it's kind of fair par- to say you there can you Shor. can have a little bit of parallels the movies are completely yeah. different of course Yes. Oh, for sure. Except One's that, quality.
1: Uh, except that it's so appropriate that in this movie, the the company's called Dante Pharmaceuticals as a reference to hell, because BioDome is certainly being in hell while you as as if you're in hell watching that movie. <laughs> All
3: it's, right, so to, it's that bad. Uh? I have Chris to. Chris hates it. I have Ben's to going to elevate this. it, and he's going to be biting his tongue the entire time. Like,
0: oh, dude, I uh, hate Poly this. Polyshore Shore, real... is, I hate Poly Shore
1: that... is awful.
0: No, now now we're gonna have to cover <laughs> cover it on the pod for sure. Hang
3: on, Chris. It's Pauly Shore uh, and who else is in that movie? It's Stephen, Stephen Baldwin. Stephen Baldwin. Well, the,
1: see, I like Stephen Baldwin.
3: I do. Too, I yeah. cannot
1: stand Pauly Shore, but Ste- Stephen Baldwin doesn't save any. Like, there's no part of the movie that he saves.
3: No saving grace to that film no, at
1: all. No, um, no, he doesn't add any sort of. I,
0: what other Pauly Shore movies have
1: you seen? <laughs> I, unfortunately I've seen almost all of them.
2: Oh, really?
0: <laughs> so like you're a, yes. you're, a, you're a Pauly Shore fan. Whoa.
1: Um, I'm definitely not a fan. No. Um, I've just happened to see his those? movies and he's, he, I don't, I haven't seen, I don't know if I've seen all of them. Most Are of they them. All on TV? I, he, I actually don't know the answer to that. Oh. This is like, through, this is like through my lifetime, Kevin. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. No, yeah. I thought it was one of the one no. phase in
0: your life when you were on Tubi, just watching all. No, the he, music. he watched them all in the last week. Come on. <laughs> yeah just in oh,
1: preparation yeah. for this movie so i could i could just shit on it take <laughs> out, shit on take, out bio, take out bio then <laughs> right so um,
0: i i did uh that is so funny o- on the cast members it actually is a pretty stacked cast so that mr Thol the chinese guy yeah mm-hmm. he was I've uh seen him before. he's in a, a lot of shit but he was in kung fu he's like the teacher in kung fu the tv show oh there we or, go david Carradine, david Yeah, or he's got like the white the uh the white contacts in because he's blind. So <laughs> classic. <laughs> nice, I, I nice. didn't recognize him because in that he's bald. You know, he's got like the bald cap on, but he's like normal here. But yeah, mm. no, they uh they had so much potential, had a great cast besides the girls, I think they could have gotten better girls from the 80s, but whatever. They were, you know, they were they, they were serviceable. They're good looking girls. They just yeah I don't I don't recognize those actresses. But besides that, they had a stacked cast they had good set design, good costume design. I don't know what happened with the script. It's crazy.
3: <laughs> going, I just want to go back really quickly to the chemistry. I mean, see, that's another part of the genre that they try to hit upon, which is you know the buddy cop genre. I think really a part of a part of why uh, Treat Williams and Joe Piscopo don't really hit it off uh, very well is that going into the film, you're sort of you're. You're supposed to kind of assume that they've been working together side by side for quite a while already, generally. Yeah. I mean, I might be wrong about this, but buddy cops, you're seeing the journey from one from when they first meet. I mean, say, like you take lethal weapon, you sit, you see Mel Gibbs and Danny Glover, and they're meeting for the first time, and you see that relationship grow and you grow alongside them as lethal weapon progresses as a film. Same thing with Rush hour, Jackie Chan and Chris Tucker. that chemistry is built. Uh, you see as the film goes on you yeah, you, you, you witness you, it. Exactly, you see it. I mean, you could also say uh was it 48 hours with Eddie Murphy and Nick Nolte, same thing. Yeah. Here, it's like you're just kind of supposed to take it in, but you can't, you know. It doesn't work that I way. I mean,
0: 48 hours work. is great.
3: 48 hours is fantastic. The best part
0: about that is like the best part about that is Nolte is like completely <clears throat> racist to him for the first act. Like he so uh, <laughs> he fucking hates him <laughs> and they become like not best friends, but the, you know. They're they're No, out, but but it's they, so the relationship's there at the yeah. end.
3: Yeah, yeah. But it, it's so wholesome when, do you, when do you see that. Yeah. Well, I he, love it. I love I mean,
0: it. I'm pretty sure if I remember correctly, I've only seen it once, but I'm pretty sure he calls him something. In oh, that yeah, movie. yeah, He <laughs> does.
3: He does. He does. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I mean, look at Rush Hour. I mean, basically, I think Chris Tucker, if I remember correctly, is... Well, I, yeah. He, he, like, know, yeah. No,
0: he, Jackie says, you know... Yeah. <laughs> to somebody else, though, and, and then it starts a fight, which is... You it, exactly, you can't do that anymore. No,
3: you can't. No,
0: but that's
3: one thing about these. Yeah, yeah. That's one thing about these buddy cop uh, films is that you kind of need to see that growth of uh, the friendship and the brotherhood there. And here, it's just like you know, one's trying to be funny, one's one's cool, but you know, he doesn't really counteract the funniness as well as as he could. But I still think uh, you know this being my first Treat Williams film. Same with you, Ben. It's uh, I think it's a nice, particular entry. I think Treat Williams is a cool.
2: He is uh, not the issue with the movie. No,
3: he's not an issue at all. Um, But he's he's got that cool kind of all American badass uh, kind of personality, like with the cool hair and the cool suit. Um, Best shot of the of the whole film, though, I want to say is you know people might not even care, but it's that scene when. When Doug is fighting that kaleidoscope faced resurrected biker, and you see Treat Williams running down the hallway and you see all the lab technicians running flailing about like all behind him, just trying to get away. and you see him he's he's running. it's a tracking shot following him, and he's got the pistol in one hand keeping steady. it just it's just a cool shot. It's like, oh, this yeah. is cool. look look at him he's he's running going it's just I don't know. it's a cool think, hero look.
0: I think the movie is absolutely. Like it would have been a seven or eight out of ten if they would have kept the quality up till that point in the movie. After yeah. after like the resurrection, it just goes Nyo-do. Yeah. <laughs> I mean yeah, it's, it's not, not it's, really it's not true. awful. It's not no. awful. Here's the thing. I mean, I I could keep we could keep talking about this for another twenty minutes, but I kind of like think Vampires is a better movie. And I obviously didn't Ooh. <laughs> I, I didn't yeah. Yeah. Rate that high, but yeah. I don't think this is bad. I, I, I'd rather watch vampires than this. So interesting. I, it's hard for me to rate this one. But I mean, kind of hard for me to rate this one too. There's got to be more stuff you guys have to say about this. I mean, I I have a little, you know, I've already said all my things. Like, yeah. I, all the all the puns obviously are a, are a plus. I I, I dig p- puns, especially like corny ones. They're funny. One of my
3: favorite puns is when Randy sees that cut on uh Roger wrist and she goes hey you're hurt and he's like lady I'm fucking dead yeah. <laughs> it's just uh, yeah. I don't know there were some really cool puns and I think maybe Treat Williams sold the puns even well that's probably one of two puns he had but they were delivered I think in a quality well, step above than what Joe Piscopo delivered
0: yeah Piscopo um, I don't like I said earlier I don't really have any other I've never seen anything else with him in it but mm-hmm. he just had Neither like, have that, I that SNL quality of delivery. It was like, right, right. There's some people at SNL who are like, you know, top tier, and they went on to do pretty good things afterwards. I mean, I'm talking mm-hmm. about like 70s, 80s uh, SNL cast. But he's definitely like the lowest of the low the tier low. to me. Like he's, <laughs> I don't know him from SNL, but I don't think he really did much besides. No, I don't think he stood out that. as well you know
3: the last thing i think joe Piscopo did was uh, i think he was in law and order and that was the last thing he did in so terms of uh, screen work so
0: for for october in 2023 we picked 3 movies that none of us had seen right that's pretty Correct. good yeah that is pretty good that is good i'm not mad i watched this like a time and a half or <laughs> two times if you want to round up i just oh well i let's let's also i'll, I'll also praise the movie again because I want to I want to praise every movie that we watched. I want to be positive. I want to be more positive than Chris, Mr. Positive, but uh <laughs> always a goal. Now, I think the 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 war the, the first time we see zombies like in full form that, where they're fighting in the the water at the pool by the house. That yes. was a good. I think that was a good sequence with like, you know, spear and like the Hey Roger, you
1: were underwater for 5 whole minutes. Did you know that? And he's like, "Was I really?" He's like, can you teach my girlfriend how to do that?
0: Yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> I'm gonna ignore that and not not dignify it with a response. <laughs> <laughs> Your face says it all, baby. <laughs> it had some positives, but I really think that this movie just—I I think this is the third time I'm saying it—but it had it had potential, but they just didn't didn't get there for me. Didn't so, do it right. I'm done. Saying things about it, you guys go.
3: Our good our good friend Jack loves this movie, yeah. Well, his opinions we know about those. I know, so. I know. I just wanted to bring that up because I felt you would say something. Yep. He'll probably, <laughs> uh,
0: after, out of like the last three or four episodes you've been on, Cra- Kevin, you've brought him up, and he probably hasn't seen it. Listen, listen to them, <laughs> he'll listen well, to no, them. You, you listen to Wolf Guy, and he liked it. Okay, good, good. Yeah, he'll he'll so. listen to this and be like, Hey, listen to this. Why are you guys making fun of me? What the fuck? <laughs> Shut actually, up, guys! Actually, funny enough, I asked him to be on this episode because since he's really? seen it, since he's oh. seen it, but he oh. he told me, uh, now nah, I'm way too cool to hang out with Chris and Kevin, so I'll see you later, Bed." <laughs> 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 no, nah, he's he's working. Nah, he's Jack. working. Yeah, Jack's
3: a busy guy too. He's working. Maybe someday though.
1: We'll, we'll save you always. a seat here, buddy.
3: Yeah, You're yeah. Always welcome at the Searchers' table. <clears> I don't <throat> know about
0: always, but. Uh, <laughs> too too <laughs> many. Okay. He'll, he'll, okay, he'll do too many ten out of tens. he'll Be like throwing the average off. <laughs>
3: five out of five, and then later on he gives it. He brings it down. I've been so, seeing that a trend. Okay, I gotta stop talking about.
0: Uh, Kevin just is, is super gay for you, Jack. It's fine. Bro, no, bro-bans. it's the
3: other way around, dude. I'm giving him a uh, favor. Oh, oh,
0: right, right, right. <laughs> <laughs> chris is laughing but silently it's it's his silent laugh (laughs) he's off the mic chris is like why did i agree to be on this podcast
1: silent (laughs) silent laughter
0: no uh uh, so do you have anything else chris i do have a, a question for you guys
1: i don't really have anything other than we we mentioned dante pharmaceuticals and i went on that little biodome tangent um but i think I think the Dante Pharmaceuticals—it's an obvious label for evil and
2: Dante's Satanism Inferno,
1: and all that. Yeah. Dante's Inferno, right? Um, yeah, the ultimate right. sinner um, that was that was left in purgatory. Um, and I think mm-hmm. I think if you could do again, the film doesn't do it well enough, but it between the naming of the place and then the brief mentioning of the Frankenstein themes when the resurrect, resurrection pitch, Vincent Price does that pitch at the end. Um, You can sort of extrapolate a little bit um, of some something deeper underneath, but it's not it's not really there. Um, They tried. I I think they tried to hint at something and uh, and it's surface level. um, And maybe there's credit to be applied for, like, giving it
0: uh, at least a brief thought. But
1: yeah, it it could have been done better.
0: Yeah.
2: Mm -hmm. Uh, So my question for
0: you guys is like. I was thinking about this after I watched it. Like I, I feel like this movie would have been much better received from me if I had watched it like as a twelve-year-old. I'd, I'd like have fond memories of it and be like, "Oh, that's cool." But that's just, it's just not my thing. I would have never picked this movie for myself to watch. So I I appreciate you picking it, Chris.
1: Yeah, Uh, I I think if I saw this at twelve years old, I, (laughs) I think. Certain scenes would have honestly to. freaked would have freaked me out a little bit yeah. like that. The <laughs> oh, Chinese yeah. restaurant, the Chinese oh, restaurant yeah. scene, like for as funny as it is now being like older, it's I think it's well done in that regard. Um, but I think for a young person that could be especially seen out of context.
3: <laughs> yeah, yes. It would be a little me,
1: <laughs> <laughs> a little frightening.
3: The Randy James decaying scene, I think, probably. Yeah, like that. Just seeing the hand. I think the hand itself, just seeing the hand turn black and kind of working its way up to the arm. And it's like, yeah, I think that I would have had nightmares probably.
1: Yeah. Yeah, so again, it's it's I think the movie when it wants to do horror and when it wants to do comedy, I think are the bright spots. And it's just it's just the problem of keeping it consistent all the way through and actually making it a coherent plot
0: uh i'm looking at the screenwriter terry black who wrote this and this was the first movie that uh no photo so i don't know if terry is a woman or man uh i'm assuming it's a man because i'm assuming it's a man but maybe i'm wrong but after this Pat movie they went from TV series to writer to video game writer, and none of them have a good rating. Yeah. <laughs> so, oh boy, I'm blaming it on the the screenwriting and the the script. Not everybody. Everybody else. This would have been a, a solid. Like, I'm just going to go to my rating right now. Uh, just go gonna for be, it. I'm going to go in for it. This would have, if there would have been a better story, it would have been easily a six or seven for me. But I can't in good good faith. I cannot give this a higher score than Vampire. So I'm going with a three out of ten. Three out of ten. Mm-hmm. I don't I don't hate it. It's just not very good. Yeah. Mm-mm. Fair enough. I mean I could raise it to a four, but I, I I'm not going to. I'm gonna be I'm gonna be hard hitting today.
2: Okay.
3: <laughs>
0: this is well, perfect. I could be more I positive, my, maybe. Yeah, I, I don't know if I am though. Now you I, are. I guess we're I guess <laughs> we're doing <laughs> scores now. <I> <laughs> yeah, know. go ahead, Kevin. You can rate. <laughs> I, I, lo- I, guess I um... love that Chris and I fight about that. Sorry, Kevin, but I love that Chris <laughs> and I fight about that. All right. You're rating. Uh
3: it would See, like, I, I still had myself. I found myself smiling throughout the film. I don't necessarily hate the movie uh, yeah. itself, but in terms of uh, my score, matches been...
2: Okay, R- so really? It's also,
3: it's also, yeah, it's also a three out of ten. So one and a half. That is
0: your lowest rating ever. I <laughs> have to a movie ever I've seen.
3: It might be. It might be. Well, I mean, I don't know. Well, I, I gave what the field a pretty low score, but maybe that's slightly no, you, higher.
0: You, did, than the... you definitely didn't give it a three.
3: Not a three, but I gave it—I think a four,
0: probably, something like remember. that. I, I, don't, I, don't remember.
3: I don't, I don't, I don't. Yeah, even, something like I don't that, Either, yeah, something like that. But anyway, yeah. So I, yeah.
1: I went into this before I even saw the movie. I was like, I really don't want to be the guy rating the movie I picked like the highest.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
2: like, I, was to, I was
1: trying to go into
0: that. You gave um, it. A, you gave it a five, Kevin. So, not that bad. What? You gave oh, a I gave it a five. five.
3: Oh, yeah. not terrible then.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Sorry, sorry
1: yes. No, no. So I was just prefacing it this saying that I was I was actively going into the movie thinking like, okay.
0: I can't like this thing. <laughs> I don't want to be this. I
1: don't want this to like I don't want to be the guy to rate the treat, my pick the highest.
0: Treat Williams is um, in it. I have to hate it.
1: <laughs> yeah, exactly. No, I'm I'm gonna rate it a five out of ten. I think I think it's half a movie, just like Yorufu guy. Um like we had our complaints with that movie and it, it, if it had focused on the aspects that it was doing well, I think it
0: could be a bit like a better movie. Um So to me, a hat, when you say half movie, like I want this to be a six, so I got to give it a three. Cause I think it's half a movie, but you're going like, you're like, Oh, pretty, pretty positive half. Cause you'd say you're saying it'd be a five out of a 10. Well, 10 for you.
1: I think, yeah, I think, I think like, well, not necessarily an, exactly a 10 out of 10, but yeah. yeah. Um, when I say like halfway or half a movie it, I think it meets the requirements of being something that's average. And then for the dips in quality that it has, um, it has equally as many scenes that raise it above that quality line. So like I have, I have, I give shout outs to those two excellent scenes. I really do think those are excellent scenes for the horror comedy genre. Um, But for where those excel, the rest of the movie doesn't. So you think it's
0: better than basket case? Oh, absolutely. Because Basket Cases doesn't have like
1: this movie it was, like Kevin,
0: low, it was low budget, but it doesn't have the exact same level of like just production value behind it.
1: Exactly. Well, do you remember you remember or to because you brought up Basket Case, there's the scene where um we talked about in that movie where he like sorry Kevin, I know you didn't see it. Um no, but yeah. um there's this there's the scene where he's uh I think he's committing a murder and he's just he's screaming, right? Or I don't know if he's screaming or if the lady's screaming. It's just, it was nonstop screaming for like two you, minutes.
0: You mean the scene where the woman is getting like raped by a. Is like, it raped? Yeah. That, she's, okay. she's literally getting like raped by like a piece of uh, like Play-Doh.
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> thank you. Kevin, Kevin, you would not like that movie. Um. Basket case. So elo- I was just about to cut. add it
3: to my watch list now.
0: Oh yeah. Go watch it. Um, <laughs> ten, ten, yeah, so so it. Jack rating 10,
1: 10. <laughs> so like in basket case where that's happening, like I, I think I had mentioned or made a comment that it might not have even been that scene. I think there was another scene where there was like excessive screaming in the apartment building. Um, and I think I had made the comment or you and I both agreed that at at one point, the excessive screaming became funny, but it wasn't like actually funny. It wasn't intentional. Um, yeah, exactly. And I think, I th- well, so to put it into context for this movie, Dead Heat, I think when I was watching Dead Heat, I was actually smiling, like what Kevin was saying. Like there were moments where I was actually like, okay, that was actually funny. Like, good joke. I can get on with that. Um, and Basket Case didn't
0: have anything like that. In my opinion. All right. So I'm going to raise my rating to a 4 cuz I think as well it's not I, th- I think I think I think Basket Case I gave it 3 and this movie's definitely better than that but I in good conscience can't rate really? this higher than I can't rate mm. this higher than Vampires. Vampires. No, fine. I'd rather watch Vampires yeah. 10 times in a row than watch this again. But like, I just I just don't think this movie is cohesive. Yeah. Totally. I totally see that.
1: Which I think I'm just maybe looking at it a little bit more positively than you.
0: That's fine. <laughs> I'll, I'll give it to you on this one.
1: Okay. I've won the <laughs> battle, but not the war. Yes. Um. Yeah. So I think we've stated our case on this. It's um, if anything of what we said appeals to you, dear listener. Wait, what was your rating? Give this a shot. Uh, five out of 10.
0: Right, 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 right. Ooh, that's not good. I think, I think it might be our lowest rating of all time. If only I raised my score.
1: Um. Just probably not. Well, with the three of us, yes. But. I think the old way was lower. Well, with the three of us. Yeah.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. If I, if I, I, I gave it the four, I'll give it the four, which it doesn't, it doesn't matter. Three, four. What's the difference people? It's, it's, it's basically nuance. Like, <laughs>
1: nuance.
0: <laughs> yeah. It, it, it's, it's not as good as vampires, watch vampires and wolf guy over this thing. Watch yeah, I, unless you like cheesy 80 shit, then it's for you. Obviously. So out
1: of, out of the three movies, I rated vampires <clears> the <throat> highest. I gave it a, I gave it a, a six out of 10. And uh-huh. then I gave a Rufu guy and I gave this five out of 10.
0: All right. We definitely need to do better next year. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Noted. I think we should do this again next year. I think this was a great, like, you know, Maybe keeping in, t- in, 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 step with spooky season.
0: Yeah. Exactly. Themes and things, mm-hmm. themes and things. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, let's give some last little, like this is going to come out close to the Halloween. It'll be our last uh-huh. episode of October. What other stuff are you guys watching? I know I already asked that, but like now that you you definitely know it's the end of the month, you, I'm sure. Like my list of stuff, I have not even got through half of it, which I'm not going to. I don't care, but like what what is like the two the one or two movies you're like, oh yeah, I'm definitely watching that. I mean, Kevin's his basket case. It's fine. Yeah. <laughs> but, well, yeah. In serious, in, right. in all seriousness, what what uh, do you plan on watching? like that one or one or two. I was going to ask you guys like what Halloween things, Kevin, tonight? not like, not, not your Frank. I know, Capra well,
3: movie. Not bad. Not bad. Babs. Like not Babs. Not Babs. Not Babs, not Barbara Stanwyck. We needed to get that shout out in here. Yeah. Not a but Jackie. No, no, movie. no, I not. No, <laughs> no, not a Jackie movie this time, but I do have a horror film lined up. I'm just not sure if I should get to it now or later. Um But, Okay, you guys know I love The Exorcist. I love The uh, The Exorcist is, uh, I think, you know, it's not simply a horror film. It's more than a horror film as to what Freakin says, and I do agree with him. And <clears throat> But um, I was considering getting to uh, Exorcist 3. Not 2. 2 doesn't count. I mean, <laughs> 2 is looked down upon, like, heavily. But... Um, considering getting into uh, watching uh exorcist 3 that's my next horror film and i haven't seen james wales frankenstein so which is surprising uh even to me so it's about time i get to watch oh, frankenstein yeah um the original one yeah the one i haven't of course, seen Karloff,
0: that in yeah. 20 years but yeah 20 years Yeah, oh, okay
3: i
1: i take it that means you haven't seen the bride of frankenstein either
3: not yet no I can't wait to get to those two, and then I okay. have Young Frankenstein waiting for me uh, on Blu-ray. Ooh, so
1: you've like seen Blu-ray. that too, though, or no? I, I have.
3: I haven't seen it. No, I've been waiting to get to Frankenstein oh! first, and then I'll get to Young Frankenstein. <laughs> yeah.
1: Well, Young Frankenstein's the best out of the three, um, <laughs> isn't <it> really? Yeah, <laughs> in, my, in my in my opinion. But um, yes, they're all, the all worth
3: seeing. They. They're all worth seeing. Okay. Yeah,
1: yeah.
3: It's that, and also, uh, you guys know, I'm kind of, sort of on a Woody Allen uh not well kind Cake. of a binge but uh yeah uh, um I have Zelik lined up next uh so it's kind of I'm kind of on the road because Crimes and Misdemeanors has been hyped up for me so much already by different people including you Chris so it's like yeah I uh, that's the one I've been meaning to get to and then just over time like everyone's telling me yes yes that one that one that one so um yeah so I'm, I'm kind of on that
1: I hope that's not that, too uh, overhyped for you sorry. because I no, it, no. coming. Coming from my experience with that movie, uh-huh. it was never recommended to me. It was never. It was just once upon a time I was on a Woody Allen kick. Also,
3: big surprise, yeah.
1: And yeah. and then I and then I had stumbled upon that one. I was like, oh, Jerry Orbach is in this movie. Uh, Allen Alda is in this movie. I like Sam both those Waterston. guys. Yeah. <laughs> Sam yeah, Sam Waterston, love Sam Waterston, right? Ooh. So it was just like, okay, I love these that actors. Passed. I'm gonna watch. I'm gonna watch this
0: movie. I can't watch Sam Waterston as a young guy. He's like an old. <laughs> he's habitually an old. <laughs> <laughs> Old man with gray hair. Uh, he's he's <laughs> awesome. Law and Order. order.
3: He's great. Yeah, Law and Order. Yeah, yeah, so I love it, that guy. It's that it's that film. So I was just wondering, like, it's either I get to Exorcist three tonight or I get to Zelig, and um, I'm beginning to see Woody Allen's films in a in a. Let us pick life. for you. Yeah, that's why. That's, well, you uh, know, if
0: you want it to be
1: seasonal, Kevin, Woody so Allen's Shadows and Fog is actually very much for spooky season. Is it?
3: Okay, is that on Tubi? Is that on? Uh,
1: I don't know if it's on Tubi. I know um, there
3: there are a few of his on Tubi, but uh, I'll I'll look for it though. Shadows I'd imagine and
1: Shadows in Fog from 1991, okay. I believe. It was right okay. after two films, two films after Crimes and Misdemeanors. Okay. Um,
0: I don't think it's on Tubi though. So speaking of Frankenstein, okay. I got this six movie box set at walmart for 10 bucks all the draculas uh you know the 1931 dracula and all those and i also it also comes there's there's a bunch of other extras on it but one of them one of the movies chris is abbott and Costello meek frankenstein so
1: oh yeah
0: i guess bella lugosi's in that chris uh they're all in it all the classics yeah but his name is yeah his name is at the top of this uh, oh, DVD the cover. covers. So I'm assuming he was in it, but I'm assuming he's in all the movies besides. Apparently, there's a 1931 Spanish version of Dracula as a special feature. So there's like seven movies on here. Cool. Two or three. Uh, oh, Abbott and Costello meet the monsters. Is that another movie, or special, or TV special, or something? That's more of
1: a special. That wasn't necessarily a movie.
0: Okay, so there's a bunch of stuff. Uh, Bella Lugosi-centric, and then there's some Abbott and Costello.
1: If there's think- another Abbott and Costello, I could just recommend to you and to the listeners for Spooky Season. It would be, um, there's two more that would be appropriate that are actually good, which would be Abbott and Costello Meet the Invisible Man and Abbott and Costello Meet the Mummy. Um, I like both of those. Um, there's varying opinions in the uh, Abbott and Costello fan world about those, but I I really like both of them for what they are. Um, and they're not nearly as popular as meet Frankenstein because me them meeting Frankenstein had all the classic universal monster characters. Yeah. Um Invisible man just had invisible man. The mummy just had the mummy. Um, but to me, those are iconic for my childhood.
0: Yeah, no, I, uh, I'll get into them. I bought them cause I was, I was on, at Walmart on a whim and I'm like, yeah, screw it. I'll get it 10 bucks, whatever.
1: <laughs> One more thing about Evan Costello, if I may. If you do want another one for spooky season that doesn't involve any of the monsters and doesn't have any um because Abbott and Costello movies used to have like little songs and little ditties that would play to like expand the runtime of the movie to make it like hit seventy five minutes. Yeah. Um the other one I would recommend would be Who Done It, which could very well be their very best film.
3: Really? Okay.
0: Yes. Or we were deciding for Kevin what movie he's gonna
3: watch. Yeah. yeah. Yes. Yes. I, I, I cut out for a little bit once you pulled out your uh, <laughs> your Blu-ray. What,
0: what did I pull out? <laughs> <laughs> so, um, yeah. Woo.
3: So Chris suggested Shadows and Fog, um, which I, I th- I'll try to get to before October ends. Yeah. Um,
1: I think that one's. I haven't seen Zelig, so I can't. I can't. Yeah, but, say if that
0: okay. meets All right, for so are, season. What, uh, what what the season. A bit? friend,
3: a friend of mine uh, said that my next Woody Allen film should be Zelig. Um, what are, what are the two tonight? Book,
0: Kevin, you give us two tonight. We're deciding okay. what you watch. It, it,
3: it, it's Woody Allen Zellig or Exorcist 3.
0: What do you think? Look at the camera, Chris. What are we going to give him?
1: <laughs> uh, are you going to say and then I'm going to say? Or what we do we Just pick oh, well. one.
0: He no, does, you you can pick. pick one. Chris, I'll let you. You were more positive <laughs> than me. You can pick.
1: <laughs> oh, how I'm honored. I would say go for Exorcist 3. I'd like to see okay. a Kevin write-up
0: on that. Okay. okay. Was that, that was freaking? Or yeah, uh, else. no,
3: that was so. Friedkin did the first one. Friedkin yep. made fun of the second one, just like everyone made fun of the second one. And then th- the third film, which is interesting, is directed by the writer of the original book of The Exorcist, who co- who wrote the script for Friedkin on the first. Film.
0: I don't know anything and, uh, about The Exorcist because I don't do horror movies really. I, I've seen the famous scene, the, the head spinning scene, but is yeah. is Gregory Peck in that, or is he only in The Omen? Uh, yeah, he's
3: not in The Exorcist. He's in The Omen. If, I would assume he's in the Omen. I guess. who's in yeah. who's in the
0: Exorcist? Who's in the Exorcist? Who's the main character?
3: Who's the main like what well, the actors in terms of the yeah act, yeah yeah, yeah. Uh, Max von Cito's in the Exorcist. Okay, um yeah, is he, the, is he the priest? He is the main Exorcist. Yeah, okay, he is the Got it. the Exorcist who's encountered that certain
0: demon um, in the past? Can, can we all get on the same page here? Horror yeah. movies are better to watch as a group, right? Just as a general I... rule.
1: I can emphatically agree with that because yeah. of my theater experience uh, from eight months ago.
0: I'm an actor. Oh, oh that, that, that kind of theater. <laughs> yes, yes. I'm a thespian. Yes. Kevin, you're watching Extra History. I guess Chris, so. Ben, Chris, ben, do you
1: have two movies that we can, me and Kevin, can pick one for you?
0: Yeah. Tonight? I, yeah I'm, tonight. Going, I'm going to bed after this, baby. Uh, boy. Oh, boy. <laughs> All right. Hey, 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 I just turned 30 this month. I got a.
2: I get, yeah. he's he's I'm getting he's old. He's catching up. He's catching yes. up. Yeah. <laughs> I got,
0: I got oh, well, this has nothing to do with age, but I got the black lung pops. Like, that's, you know, the Zoolander. <laughs> like, I'm getting old. That, that, that doesn't even make funny fucking sense. Yo, I don't care. <laughs> we actually, we quoted that at work today.
1: So that was Did you that really? Was, yes, that is just perfect. Come full circle.
0: <laughs> Hell yeah. <laughs> yes. I, I love it. I don't have anything I'm watching tonight, but the next Tomorrow. horror movie, the next horror movie that I watch. I, well, horror adjacent has just basically yeah. been this entire month for me. I just watched today uh, the one-hour John Wayne. The only movie he's been in that's classified as horror—it's a western horror. Movie. Really?
2: My name's Wen. John Wayne.
0: John Wayne, John Wayne. Yeah, haunted western Gold. horror.
3: Does it? Interesting.
0: 19, 1932. It is not that great, but it's not awful. It's—it's it's basically another throwaway hour-long serial, but okay, yeah. yeah. Okay. I don't
1: think that's on my weird Western list. I'll have to put no. it on there.
0: Yeah, like it's basically John Wayne. It's like a Scooby Doo mystery, but he's there's he's not goofy, but his sidekick is this black guy. who There's this kind of like you know racial stereotyping of him. Yeah, it's 1932. Guys, get the fuck over it. <laughs> um, <laughs> <laughs> all right. So to, the the next horror movie I watch, I'll let you guys. I'll let you guys decide who picks. Um, okay. Comedy of Terrors. Or Theatre of Blood both have Vincent Price in it hmm. in, in them. So
3: I wish I knew more about uh both. I mean you can pick do, for do, him. You, <laughs> do, 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 have you, have you like, seen... I, I don't know what they're about. You do yeah. I know, <laughs> I don't, know. No, I don't know. Yeah, so Chris and I are in the same boat. Alright, so, so comedy yeah, of so comedy
0: it, yeah. of terrors is Vincent yeah. Price and I believe Boris Karloff maybe. Boris if not. Karloff's in it too. Huh, okay. Or and maybe Peter Lore. I don't know. Peter don't
3: Lore.
0: Peter Lorre. Yeah, is it Laurie? Whatever. I'm f- sure it's Peter Laurie. <laughs> <laughs> From the TH and kick, I still love it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, it, he's in it. And oh, the, all three of them are in I was right. Okay. Okay. So, and we got what Basil. A- Basil Rathbone.
3: Ooh. Ooh, you have. Okay. And uh, is there anyone of... Um... Directed
0: by Yax to Nye.
3: Okay. Okay. <laughs> or Jack or Jack, <laughs> or Jack Turner,
0: as he was known in Hollywood at the Jack time. Turner.
3: So, so that's comedy of horrors. then? Yeah. Com- and, sorry,
0: comedy of terrors.
3: Comedy of terrors. Okay. So who's then, in the second one? Because that uh, the, the the four of them being in it. That sounds like.
0: Theater of Blood is Vincent Price is the main guy, and I'm looking it up real quick because I've never seen it and know nothing about it. Um, it. I don't know. I'm assuming there are a bunch of. Uh, British actors that I, and actresses I'm not sure of. That's a 70s movie. That the, the, the other one's like a 60s in the vein of like the 60s like I am going to assume it's probably an anthology like horror thing going on mm-hmm. maybe. And then Theater of Blood is like a like a full-length horror movie about Okay. Go for a the I say the former. Okay. I was going to say not. the what? synopsis yeah, for but so I will hold my tongue.
1: Good yeah. pick, Kevin cuz uh yeah. I'd go with Peter Laurie too.
0: Yeah, exactly. Peter Lore. I'm calling him Peter Lore forever. Peter Lore. Peter uh, he's, he's, he's dead. He can't fucking do anything about it. <laughs> oh no. Actually, Chris can resurrect him with his machine and they can have they can exchange lipstick and whatever other shit they do. Kill this <laughs> guy, Amazon will you? Too. <laughs> All right. So um, I'm watching yes. Com- Comedy of Terrors. It's there on Amazon go. Prime right now. So perfecto. That does
3: sound like a good one. Okay, does Chris... We've ranted you? for a
0: long time.
3: That's okay.
1: Chris,
0: we have. We have a pick for you. We have to pick for you. Yeah, you, you got to pick for um,
1: you. I'm going to definitely watch both anyway, but you can pick which one I watch first. Okay. Um,
0: I'm, I'm doing it, Kevin. Screw you. <laughs>
1: <laughs> um, that would be... Naturally. I, I actually brought this up last episode. Um, I did watch The Shadow of Chikara, which we mentioned last episode, which was a weird Western. Hmm. Um, uh, but I, I mentioned these last episode too, which was Cat People... Oh, Cat
0: people, yeah, that one.
1: And near dark.
0: What's who's in what? Do I have to look these up for you? I'll do I it. have well, no, near, I
1: have no idea who's in both. Uh, but I know dark. that near dark was directed by Catherine Bigelow. Oh.
0: Catherine Bigelow, uh, Lance Henderson. Okay, okay. Whoa, speaking of Bigelows, Doug
1: Bigelow, it. Catherine Bigelow. Wow, this is crazy, guys. Mm-hmm.
0: Bigelow. Bigelow. connected.
3: Bill
0: Bigelow. <sighs> Spelled differently, actually. Yeah, <laughs> you're you're watching Near Dark. Boy. He's watching Near
3: Dark. Oh, okay. I guess got it. I guess my my pick doesn't matter then. <laughs> All
0: right. So,
3: <laughs> but it, Chris yeah. is going to watch both anyway. I was going to say maybe maybe try. Yeah, I mean, I've seen Cat People. I would say I would have said just go for the oldie go for the olie first and then yeah, work and then her watch the to, newer movie. It's a Near Dark. Yeah,
1: yeah. Cool. It but doesn't but matter. He's going to watch them both.
3: He's going to watch them both. Yeah. That I am. <laughs> cool, guys. All right. Yeah. Well,
0: the average rating was like a four point something. It, it was, a, eh, it was a five, actually. I don't know. It, it was, it's average. I don't it's know. I, do we, do we, rec- how do we recommend movies that aren't, we don't think are good? Do we just, we gave our case, guys? Like, I think if the overall rating falls in between a four and a six, you
1: can call it average. And then if it's below a four, I would say that it's not recommendable. Yeah. All right. You fair decide. enough. So
0: it's a, it's an average movie. There we go. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I think you got to give it a little okay. like a little grace period on that average mark. If you figure like five is an average.
0: Yeah. Right. Unless you got a weird fucking letterbox rating system like some people. Whatever.
1: <laughs> it's all arbitrary. A- actually, name's actually
0: a two star is like really good. <laughs> it's like, I do know who this is. It's like <laughs> <laughs> oh I no! I know. Can we have another impression coming. Who am I? Who am I? Who? who who's that face? <laughs>
1: oh, that's uh, that's actually really good. Love it.
0: Yeah,
3: <laughs> I love that
1: All the all our listeners right now are like, "What the hell is
0: going?" I know. Like? <laughs> ben Ben's Donald, just making face. Donald John Trump. <laughs> it's just a face. Like it's the, it's the lips and just like the. The look of incredulousness. It's like, uh, yeah. what? What? <laughs> I'm sorry, but if a two is good for you out of five, I don't. Your life, you have issues. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm just kidding. All right. I love that. <laughs> Let's get out of here. Let's get out of here, right? We, we've talked a lot. We've talked a lot. Uh Sorry. If, I apologize to you two for being so disorganized. It's fine. If if you've made it this far, if you made it this far, you must really like us. It's like, it's like I'm (laughs) losing, I'm losing my, my mind. The thing with me is that
3: I am smart and I'm smart. I'm self-smarted basically by myself, basically from nature and smoke and drugs and doing different things. I've self, like self-learned myself. And that's the whole difference, I guess, is that, I don't need the books or the, the schooling type things. I just get everything on my own, and because of that, I'm alive right now. I mean, if I had read more books or tried to go on to college and different things like that, I'd be dead right now because people say books in college are for to be to make you smarter, but they can also be for to be to get you dead, which is what could have happened to me. My brain doesn't use enough oxygen because I don't have the whole thing filled with different stuff. And if it was full, it's only part full, and that's why I'm alive right now guards are given here you can read this book try to get smarter i'm like all right i'll pretend to read it i'm not gonna really read it because then my brain would be more full and if i have another heart attack i'm gonna die oh (laughs) but yes
1: i see what you did there
0: but all right well uh please like subscribe do all that shit
3: send us a mailbag
0: yes please everybody send your mailbags in i we appreciate them and uh the link is in the description you should know by now if you listen all, all the time but yeah I'm looking forward to what November and December hold for us. Can't wait for some Christmas kino coming in. Christmas December. kino, aka yeah. Trailer Park Boys Christmas. You know yeah. what I'm saying? You're right. <laughs> You're right. You're Tight as piss. All right. We're getting out of here. Bye, uh, guys.
3: to the searchers podcast if you want to hear more of our thoughts on movies you can find us on letterboxd ben at giant 13 chris at Ziglit underscore Mur, and me at kevin chan find us on spotify and apple podcasts and on searchers podcast.podbean.com until next time people
2: Ricky. Okay, let's talk about some stuff. Can Halloween. Can cut one of his hands off at least? Happy Halloween, everybody. Yes, welcome to the park after the dark for the Halloweens. Well, let's wait for the big muscular suck to get back over
1: here. Who's
2: <clears> here? <throat> Julian. What? Just please come back to the task at hand. Man, these are—I don't know where, where these all came from. It's all about death and depressing shit. Well, it's Halloween, Ricky. That's what we're supposed to oh, be talking. About. Okay.